0: One of the Air Force's top priorities is to drive innovation to secure the future. AFWorks embodies this ethos. Launched in the fall of 2017, it works within the Air Force by connecting innovators and accelerates results. Its ecosystem includes programs and initiatives across the public and private sectors. To remain the world's preeminent air and space fighting force, we need to innovate to retain our position of American strength. On this episode of the Air Force Podcast, I sat down with Captain Steve Lauer and Captain Joey Aurora, who are both directors within AFWorks. The Air Force Podcast. Welcome to the Air Force Podcast, Captain Aurora and uh, Captain Lauver. Lauver? Yeah, perfect. All right, awesome. So uh, you two are involved in AFWorks. I really don't know. I tried to do my research as much as I could, but I really don't know what AFWorks is, so let's just start with. How big the program is, how obvious it is, What what is AFWorks
1: Afworks' mission is to be a fusion of capabilities to accelerate results and connect innovators across the Air Force. And our whole job is to sort of be that connection between the Air Force and the startup communities and also to bring best business practices to the Air Force. Hmm. So the SECAF chief, vice, everyone has said drive innovation and said don't wait. So our model is focused around the entrepreneur, that person who wants to solve the problem at that unit level, and help empower them to do so by connecting them to the resources, leadership support, funding, and the technical product um,
0: that's needed. Okay, so you said entrepreneur, right? Yep. Um, so uh, who who are these entrepreneurs? I mean, do you guys have specific examples, or even the people you're looking for? So them? I'd actually like to highlight Steve as an entrepreneur.
1: Uh, He's a U-28 pilot at AFSOC and then decided hey there's at SOS with a few other captains that there's a problem to be solved in the Air Force and they went through the Think Tank project right and said hey uh, we could actually use the accelerator model to develop capabilities for the Air Force so an entrepreneur is anybody that sees a problem and that wants to solve it so Steve and his team uh, decided that they wanted to bring the accelerator model to the Air Force, so they got together, and I'll let you tell the rest of the story.
2: Yeah, and we can go into the full-on story there, but the really short version of that is, we saw this as a, we thought it was a good idea, we weren't ready to, ready to let it die, or, or be, frankly, an academic project. Um, so moving from idea to execution actually is, is fairly difficult and it takes a lot of critical nodes to be connected in a certain order to make that happen. Right? And we were fortunate to be connected to Afrox at the right time where the leadership support, the contract support, and really the momentum of this innovation culture was moving forward. Uh, so we had a chance to take a risk and try it. And the real goal of the Accelerator, which again we can talk about more, is essentially hey, let's, let's gain access to this broader startup community. Maybe the folks that don't know about our problems, the folks that don't want to work with us, so negative sentiment, or the folks that don't have the means to work with us, but we are still interested in their technology, so let's find ways to remove barriers to get to them. Uh, and I think a good segue back to the what is Africa's question. That was spot on, Joey. One other thing to talk about is removing barriers. So by exercising these muscle movements of enabling the entrepreneurs, they're gonna run into barriers along the way. And I think that we're uniquely positioned to be able to identify those and leverage the leadership top cover that we have to say, this one doesn't make sense anymore, let's change it. And I think that there's a, an alignment in leadership more than I've ever seen to actually remove those barriers.
0: Wow, that's absolutely fascinating. So how did, I guess, uh, you know, we kind of covered you as far as how you got involved in AFWorks. How did you get involved with AFWorks?
1: So it's actually thanks to Steve. Um, Steve and I have been friends for eight years now. Yeah, college. Yeah, it's It's been a good time. And so they were actually working on that Accelerator project. And Steve, I just shot him an email trying to catch up. And I was actually uh, mud uh, out of DIUX who connected us. And we realized, oh, we actually know each other. And I was on my way to deployment and he was on his way back. So we met up at IUD and had a conversation there about what are we doing, what are we working on? And I had said, hey, I I wanna jump in, I wanna do this. And the big Air Force said no. So Act was like, no, you can't go do that. And I said, fine, um, I'll find another way. And at that time, Colonel Hardin was helping pull together everything that you see now as AFWorks. And we had a conversation on March 11th, and he said, hey, I can get you a spot in the reserves to do this. So I told active duty to, I'm going to leave because you won't let me go do the things that I want to do and do the things that will make the Air Force better. And at that time, I was also aligned with my career field to do counter UIS stuff. So I I said, hey, I got a golden ticket to go help make the Air Force better, and we're going to do it. So it's really because of Mud and Steve and Colonel Hardin
0: that, that I'm here. Wow. So what do you two do now for Afworks then?
2: Yeah, so I'm the director of technology accelerators at AFWorks. so that's one of those products that's within the broader portfolio, right? And as I mentioned, our core focus is how do we get to these really early level emerging technologies that don't know about or don't want to work with us and then give them the capabilities to do so and connect them to the right folks inside of the government. Um, So the way that we look for projects to take under the wing of, of AFWorks is find those things that are occurring organically, that are growing that fit the mission and ethos of what Afrox is trying to do, connecting innovators and accelerating results, and then try to find ways to enable those entrepreneurs to go do that. Um, So that's my core day-to-day focus, is how do we test uh, and proliferate this tool that is the technology accelerator, to the entire Air Force, and not just the Air Force. You know, we have AF in the name, but AFWorks is inherently joint in nature, so working with the Army, Navy, uh, with the Marine Corps, and SOCOM even, to say, hey, how do we test and use this tool to make you more effective at your outreach uh, with non-traditionals?
1: I'm the Director of Community Development, and my job is to foster the connections between the Air Force members uh, across the Air Force that want to solve problems, and to set up that superstructure so that we can we have an, we're setting up an ideation platform called IdeaScale, where in the next couple of weeks, any airman across the Air Force can say, Hey, I have a problem, an idea. And they can get on this platform, they can build a team of people around that, and then they can actually work to solving it and build a prototype behind it. So, this, this model of the entrepreneur solving that problem is what I'm here to enable.
0: Wow. Um, so, what other like type, one oh, other sorry plug about that.
1: is that we have, uh, we have a Slack channel for Air Force members to join. Oh really? So if there, there's a, someone who wants to get involved in innovation and you're in the Air Force, uh, just shoot me an email. Find me
0: on the Global. Okay. I'm not going to say the Slack channel out on the podcast? Just send an email? You have to get an invite. Oh, so. okay. All right, yeah. Exclusive then. Hey, we just want to make sure it's uh, t- for military members. Yeah, no, uh, 100% so. get you because you get some probably some weird people out there that probably want to like. Yeah. You know. Hey, you know, we have to be we aware of um, all the real threats out there,
1: and yep. we, we want to make sure that, you're getting involved in our innovation community, that you have a dot
0: mail address. So perfect, that's awesome. What other types of projects are out there as far as in works? I mean, you have the accelerator, community development. Then you have um, our
1: hubs. So we have innovation hubs in Vegas, Austin, and D.C. And our flagship is in Vegas. It's a 30,000 square foot facility, 22,000 square feet of collaboration space, and 8,000 square feet of prototyping space. So we have 3D printers, laser cutters, all of that stuff. Um, Then we have Spark, which is fostering base-level innovation. So how do we inspire airmen at the base level and create that space for them to actually start solving the problems they see? And how do we create that culture at that base level? So there's about 17 Spark um, cells across the Air Force right now. And Major Perez is the director of um, Spark. We have different directors for the innovation hubs. Uh, Then we have challenges. So how do we run prize challenges, hackathons across the Air Force right now? We're just finishing up our... Uh, perimeter security challenge, and our big Afrox Fusion event is going to be on the 20th and 21st of June, so you'll see the results of that there. And then we have Spark Tank, which is our big Air Force-wide competition, and it, it's aligned with challenges in a way that we're running a big Air Force-wide competition on, hey, what's going on, who's out there, what problems can we solve? And last year's winner was the KC-135 boom operator. We have uh, Air Force Connect, There's, there was a total of six winners on stage. And the biggest takeaway I want to highlight from that is the leadership said, why aren't we doing any of these things? So Afworks is here to sort of, and these products are here to move the Air Force culture forward, to start doing some of the things we should be doing so we can truly tackle the big innovative things that we need to do.
0: So uh, these um, hubs you're talking about, especially that, was it the flagship out in Vegas? Um, Can anybody just like walk into it? Is it just for military members? Uh, Anybody can
1: walk into it it's uh you can google afworks vegas and it'll show up on the maps Uh, we have tours set up every week and it's meant to be for anyone from the military to the startup community and any business can walk into there and share their idea with the air force
0: wow that's fascinating so um i guess an example out of a big success or one of the bigger successes of afworks um what would one be
1: So I was thinking about this this morning about, hey, we have so many stories coming out of AFWERX. Uh, I'll let Steve tell all the accelerator pieces and a couple other ones I wanna highlight is that we're looking at how do we do predictive maintenance uh, on the 3 aircraft, and how do we actually take all of that data that was sitting in Excel spreadsheets and actually do uh, predictive analytics against it. And then we also look at, we worked with the MD5 folks in Hacking for Defense to put out a problem set out there. And now we have a group of students that are looking at solving hydration issues. And they actually might have dual-use tech, which means that they can b- works both for the commercial world and the military and the government. And they're out there seeking funding for that. Uh, in addition, we have the Spark Tank projects. We have airmen out there that are saying, hey, I want to start solving a problem. And... Our model is to go over six to, eight mo- six to 18 months, and we're, r- we're right there about eight months in, to AFWorks. Wow. So we're starting to see hey, there's some results. We're starting to run into some barriers, and we're working to clear them, too.
2: Yeah, that was great. That was a really good answer. So there's so many things that we can talk about here, and one of our challenges, I think, is kind of filtering and capturing all those so that they don't fall by the wayside. Um, we ran a program up in Boston that was uh, our first flagship technology accelerator, around autonomous technology. And we saw some interesting technologies that came through, uh, a number of which are actually being put on contract with the Air Force and actually some folks from the joint community as well. Uh, one example is, uh, can I say the names of the companies here? or? Yeah, we can just, I mean, this podcast,
0: it's not live, so I can always cut it out. Yeah, easy.
2: So I'll I'll say there's one company called RoboDub, which they created a, a morphing drone technology that can articulate the propellers, the rotors on top, and they can move the arms in such a way that if you have one engine fail or if you drop off a package or something like that, it can automatically center up the center of gravity so you can land safely or you can have a better, more efficient flight for the rest of it. Um, And this was something that, that was interesting to us and actually to Softworks who put them on contract recently to build out a prototype for them. And that's just one example. We had a total of 10 companies go through, each of which had a novel technology that just by being selected in the program, we in the DoD had indicated an interest in that technology. And this is them going from just an idea or a very early stage prototype based on uh, validating that product against the needs of the actual DOD, pivoting their product towards something that was even more meaningful to our mission needs. Uh, So those are some wins. And and I want to also say just the existence of our program is a win. And that's not saying something that we did, but General Wilson stepped up in a big way. There were times that we thought the bureaucracy was going to win out or that the culture wasn't ready for something that was this different. And there was a time that General Wilson said, hey, let's find a way to get this to yes and get this to become an actual program. Um, And so to me, that's indicative of leadership being willing to take a little bit more risk, to adjust their risk portfolio just a bit, um, to be able to try some of these new things. Uh, So my call out to anyone that's listening or watching is if you are in the Air Force, heck, if you're in the DoD, we've seen this across the DoD, uh, and you are at the edge, you've identified a problem, don't just submit your idea. Don't just say, "Hey, this thing would be cool if we solved it," and then go on with your day job. Go solve it. Build a team, uh, and get the attention of your leadership. Because leadership is aligned in such a way that an AFWorks exists now to help you get to that get to execution. Go do it. Because you guys are going to be the ones that usher in the future of the Air Force. Um, it's, uh, Joey, I think you say this a lot. It's the future that we build. Not the, or it's the Air Force we build, not the Air Force we join. And that is absolutely true. You know, the buck stops here. It's up to us.
0: Hell yeah to everything you just said. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, even beyond that, what you're saying is kind of, you know, if you have an idea and you want to push it forward and, you know, build the Air Force yourself, I mean, you both kind of did it. So, I mean, what I mean, what drives you, both of you two, to just do that? Like, it just, I mean, to me, you guys did it in a sense, just in this kind of, you know, help, you know, growing this program. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, what, what drives you to continue to fight? I mean, for you, just kind of, you know, <clears throat> hey, I'm going to get out of that active duty and go reserve and do Like, what drives you even just kind of making that, you know, putting your chips all in and just saying, hey, this is what's going to happen? Like, where, where'd that come from?
1: The reason that I'm here is we have to maintain our edge on, against our adversaries. Uh, it's truly a time, a transformational time across the world where the pace of technology is accelerating, pace of technology change is accelerating. And we have to shift our culture to one that can be more responsive to that, can be more responsive to what our people want need and desire, but also to to solving problems at the smallest level. We've seemed to move away from that in the Air Force culture, and we need to get back to that because that's where we started, and that's where our future is, is letting the people solve the problems that they need to solve and providing that support.
0: How about you, sir?
2: That was awesome. So I'm going to pivot a little bit from the, you know, we have to keep up or, or maintain our edge on our adversaries perspective and more towards the growth mindset and how it feels to see a problem and fix it. There's just something inherently good about making where you work uh, and the mission that you're doing better. Um, so to me, it's this idea that we don't have to settle in the way things are um, and that by working together on things and, and by being a part of this larger ecosystem, we can actually bring about a better world. And I do genuinely think that the things that we're doing here in the Air Force are bringing about a better world. And if you ever find something that's not, change it, right? So it, to me, it's it's been... It's been defining for me this idea that that we're in charge, right, that, that we can make a difference. And, and that's really what keeps me going.
0: So it sounds like there's kind of this um, very, like, deep down inherent, um, you know, that kind of change, that progress, but almost never being satisfied and just continue pushing the limit. Mm. Is there a limit for either of you? Like, is there, like, a kind of <laughs> end goal of satisfaction, or is it just kind of that you know, I'm kind of partially satisfied, but I want, you know, I want more. Is that that kind of, you know, I think,
2: I think it's natural. So if anyone starts feeling like either content or happy, good on you for one, but I think it's natural to lose that, that passion or that fire a little bit. And I think the important thing is to maintain a close group of folks who will see you losing your edge and kind of bring you back into the fold there. So absolutely you can get burnout. You guys will attest to I've been burnout in the near few, you know, just sure. in the near past. Right. Um, but it, it really takes a village to keep moving forward. Um, so I'm not stopping yet.
1: We're working 100 hour weeks to try to get this stuff off the ground. And uh, we're swamped to, to try to make this happen. We're still a really small team of folks with billets attached to this. And what, where is that edge? When, when are we gonna be satisfied? Um, I think you have to come back to us in a couple of years and ask, hey, is, is the Air Force culture changing? Are we actually getting projects off the ground in a scalable way? Uh, right now, it still takes Herculean efforts across the board for us to get things going, but, but we're forging that path, and we're figuring it out. We don't have all the answers, but that's what Afrox is here for, is to figure that out. And we're making mistakes, but we're learning from them. And we're, we're working to scale that, keep that trust, build that trust uh, with people out there across the Air Force so that we can, we can launch a thousand projects in in the next two years and these are people solving their own problems and when people can do that without our intervention without our way that that'll be the starting point of satisfaction but just the starting point
0: tracking well i mean i appreciate your time and stuff like that is there anywhere or anywhere else anybody can reach out besides kind of your email to get the slack address or facebook twitter reddit
1: we're on facebook we're on twitter Uh, We have afworks.af.mil, we're actually working on redesigning that entire site to make it feel more modern and engaging. Uh, We also have First Fridays at Afworks, which is the first Friday of each month we uh, pick a topic and that's sort of the TED Talk-esque style for the Air Force. And this this month, um, this Friday will actually be Counter UAS and Steve will be speaking there. July is Blockchain, August is Predictive Maintenance, September is probably going to be Spouse Advocacy. And so reach out to us on any one of those forums, Uh, shoot me a text, email. You can find me on any of those sites, and Afrix Afworks is all of us. Yeah. So, reach out.
0: Yeah. Hate to extend it, but you just said blockchain for what July. <laughs> so yes. yeah, how, how is? I mean, I guess yeah. How is that going? From you know, obviously that uh, popularity, or what's kind of was, I guess, trending a little bit with you know cryptocurrency, but I mean that's blockchain technology, right? Mm-hmm. So how how do you how would you leverage that in, say a typical military? Um, or, you know, in a, the Department of Defense type system. I can actually speak to this one. One of the companies that went through
2: our program um, up in Boston was a blockchain, supply chain logistics company. Um, I think that blockchain has come to be a panacea and people repeat it so much because they think it's gonna solve everything. And the reality is it's not for everything, right? Um, but I think where it might be interesting is where um, you can have a trustless system, right? So you don't need to inherently trust people as much anymore because everything is going to be backed up and certified so many times uh, by the crowd essentially. Um, And then security is another piece there, where I think we can secure our data in pretty interesting ways. But again, it's not a panacea. I think supply chain logistics is one possible solution case there. The cryptocurrency space is another one, which, you know, a different conversation perhaps. Um, But I'm interested to to see where it goes. I can say there's a community of folks uh, within the government that are thinking very heavily on this and paying attention to what other countries and other organizations are leveraging blockchain for. I think this will continue to evolve over time.
0: Yeah, that seems like a pretty... Uh, a pretty good example. I mean, what you guys explained to me here um, of kind of where you go from a, even a kind of technology that's out there, but how do we leverage it as far as uh, DOD goes? So, again, I appreciate your time, and uh you have anything else you'd like to add, sir? Yeah,
1: so there's
0: there's a community
1: of people out there that are doing this. AFWorks isn't the only innovation organization out there. We partner with and work with so many other folks. Look at DIUX, MD5, CyberWorks, SoftWorks, MGMWorks. Uh, there's there's a community of people out there that are working on innovation. Look at the folks at AFRL. Uh, what what matters is find the people that are working in your space in innovation and connect with them. That's, that's what's important because we're all trying to drive the Air Force forward together.
2: The last piece I'll say is actually targeted towards industry. So companies that are out there, even just individuals who have created a technology and you're thinking about making it into a full-fledged company, um, if you either have not considered working with the Air Force, you've tried and it didn't end well, uh, or you don't have the means in your mind to do that, or you just don't know who to talk to, now truly is the time to reach out. So go to afworks.af.mil, uh, go to any of those social network uh, locations that we talked about, and try to engage. Go to afworks Vegas, go to afworks DC, walk in and talk to us, because I think you'll find that the experience that you have with today's Air Force is possibly very different from the experience you've had in the past, Uh, and we need you. Our competitive advantage in the future will be our pivot speed, our ability to identify and adopt and integrate emerging technology in private industry quickly, and then leverage that for our operators. So we need you. It's a very different time than it was 50, 60 years ago.
0: Absolutely. You you hit it on the point, man. Boom. (laughs) Well, appreciate it again. Thank you for uh, joining the Air Force podcast, and uh, have a good day. Thanks. Thanks. You too, man. Awesome. Air Force Podcast.